Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. What should have happened did happen here today. And that was once again... Our praise team led us into looking to the King of Kings. Can we just worship him again? God, we love you. We love you. We thank you today, God, for who you are. We thank you today, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah for loving us, Jesus. For giving your life for us. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, we're here to glorify you, to lift you up, oh God. It's all about you, Jesus. And we give you praise and honor today, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't we just look up and say, Happy Father's Day, Lord. (laughs) Happy Father's Day, Lord. The greatest, the best father of all. By far. And I want to honor all of our fathers today and say Happy Father's Day. And thank you for your sacrifices. A lot of times it's talked about on Mother's Day, but the curse that was put upon men in the very beginning was said, you will work by the sweat of your brow. And that is exactly what you do. If you're retired, you used to do it. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you for providing, doing your part. We're going to go into the word of the Lord, Isaiah 6 and 1. These scriptures that I'm reading today, we have been talked about recently. So, Isaiah 6 and 1, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. And Revelation 4 and 2, and immediately... John said, I was in the spirit and behold, a throne was set in heaven and one sat on the throne. John continues with his vision in Revelation 19 verses four through six. And the four and 20 elders and the four beasts fell down And worshiped God that sat on the throne saying, Amen. Alleluia. And a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, all ye servants. And all ye that fear him, both great, both small and great. And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude. And as the voice of many waters 
And as the voice of a mighty thundering saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Omnipotent, the ruler of all. Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. We have a champion today. We have a victor that I would like to talk about. About a champion's lasting impression. You may be seated. In that first scripture, Isaiah was sharing a vision from the Lord. But in the five chapters previous to that, the Lord was sharing with the prophet Isaiah his disappointment of how the people of Judah and Jerusalem were living in disobedience. There was destruction. There was sin. Sin abounded everywhere. The rebellion was very prevalent. And it seemed as if God was completely forgotten. Not much different than our world today. The kings of Judah had not accomplished what the Lord had wanted them to accomplish. And what he longed for, which was the obedience of his people. So by the end of chapter 5, I imagine that Isaiah might have just been depressed after all that God had shared with him. And then he receives a vision and it puts everything into perspective. While the people of God may be failing, the one who sits on the throne is always victorious. I pray today that somebody gets a vision of the champion of the ages. There was a true champion, and he had a train to prove it, sitting upon a throne. He left a very lasting impression upon the prophet Isaiah. The word champion, a person who has defeated all opponents. A person who fights for or defends any person or cause. A warrior. Impression. It's, it's a strong effect produced on the intellect, the feelings, and the conscience of others. It's the image left in the mind caused by another. It's a mark. It's an indentation. To leave an impression is to create a strong impact on someone. To provide a lasting memory for someone after one has left. If you're going to impersonate someone, then you will need to either imitate their voice, their mannerisms, and their traits. We as human beings are always looking for someone to look up to. Someone that would leave their mark on us. Someone to make an impression on us. This world has always had a lot of champions, or what they so-call champions. And those champions have made some impressions on many. People will buy posters of champions, hang them in their rooms, buy calendars of champions, 
use their pictures as screensavers. These so-called champions have left a lot of impressions. Whether it's Liverpool FC that have been the world champions. Micah may be the one in the room that understands that. <clears throat> or it could be the singers of Queen that say, says we are the champions. It could be posters or coffee cups, gadgets, whatever, of the latest NFL Super Bowl champs, the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know anybody that would have that paraphernalia. <laughs> Several uh, in Major League Baseball have held the title, the World Series champions. I guess for a few more months, the Washington Nationals will hold that. And if baseball doesn't start up again, they may get to hold it for two years without even doing anything about it. Some people are all about boxing with Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua hanging on their walls. Even Coldplay sings about wanting to be the champion of the world in someone's eyes. There's one individual that you may guess his name when I tell you what he thought of himself as the champion of the world. I'm the king of the world. I'm pretty. I'm a bad man. I shook the world. And he said this, if you even dream of beating me, you better wake up and apologize. None other than Muhammad Ali. <laughs> it's so true that we deem these as champions who have won many victories. And those so-called champions have left quite impressions in the minds and hearts of millions. But can I tell you today that those impressions will have no effect on your eternity. We serve the champion of all champions who has never lost a battle. And whose lasting impression will lead us all the way to heaven. We've all felt the pressure to perform and to be champions in the eyes of others. But when we look into the word of God, there's only one true champion. And he is the champion of the ages. Many kings were considered champions. They have seats of honors. They have thrones. They wear robes or what is called trains and what maybe you and I and the children may call a cape of honor. I want you to listen to this. And you may have heard this before. One historian wrote this. I recently discovered an historical tidbit. Kings of old wore elaborate robes to signify their majesty and authority. The longer the train, which is the back hem of the robe or the cape, whatever you want to call it, the more powerful the king after a king defeated an army in battle, he would cut off a portion of the defeated king's robe and have it sewn onto the train of his robe. Hence, the longer the king's robe, the more victories he had won and the more authority he possessed. Robes and robes with trains are a symbol of love, authority, power, and victory. The longer the train, the more victorious the king. 
can I remind you again of what Isaiah said I saw the Lord sitting up on a throne high and lifted up and his train it filled it filled the temple it filled the temple because he is victorious over every battle Ephesians 4 and 8 says, Wherefore he saith, he has ascended up on high and led captivity captain, as if to say he led a train of thoroughly defeated foes. <laughs> that is our God. There was a queen in the Bible, Queen Sheba, who heard about King Solomon and all that he possessed and she was just dumbfounded about it I think she thought she was the only one that rich and that successful so she just had to go figure out what was going on with this man this King Solomon evidently her, her kingdom was successful first Kings 10 starting with verse 1 and when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord she came to prove him with her hard questions she wanted to figure out what it was all about and she came to Jerusalem with a very great train with camels that bear spices and very much gold and precious stones and when she was come to Solomon she communed with him of all that was in her heart she had all these questions how did you get here what did you do how are you so successful and Solomon told her all her questions there was not anything hid from the king which he told her not and when the queen of Sheba had seen all Solomon's wisdom and the house that he had built and the meat of his table and the sitting of his servants and the attendance of his ministers and their apparel and his cupbearer and his um, and his ascent by which he went up into the house of the Lord there was no more spirit left in her she was wore out when she saw all of that and she said to the king it was a true report that I heard in my own land of the acts of thy wisdom Howbeit, I believe not the words until I came and mine eyes had seen it and behold the half was not told me thy wisdom and prosperity exceedeth the fame which I heard happy are thy men happy are these thy servants which stand continually before thee and that hear thy wisdom and then listen to what she discovered blessed be the Lord thy God which delighteth in thee to set thee on the throne of Israel because the Lord loved Israel forever therefore made he the king to do judgment and justice she understood quite plainly why Solomon was lifted up it was all because of the Lord it was what the Lord wanted it wasn't because Solomon was so smart it wasn't because he just knew how to do everything she said it it's because it's what the Lord wanted she got her answer we don't need to be a champion we don't need to make great impressions on people we just need to allow the champion to make lasting impressions to be so strong in our life 
that it goes past us and into the hearts and the minds of all those who we would maybe impress we don't need to sound like a champion with our words let's just use the words of the champion (laughs) how do we defeat the enemy the same way the champion defeated him in the desert by the word of God let it proceed out of our mouth it will defeat every foe we can't even think thoughts high enough to be a champion on our own because this great victor that I'm talking about his thoughts are so much higher than ours Ephesians 3 and 20 now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think but here's the catch according to the power that works in us and that is the power of the champion yes the bible does say it does say that you and i we are more than conquerors but if you read on it says through christ we are more than conquerors yes we are but there's only one way that we are more than conquerors that is through Christ through the champion of all champions we are frail we are weak we are failures sometimes we are sinners we are not man enough or woman enough to save a soul or to defeat the devil on our own yet we have weapons (laughs) and our weapons are mighty not on our own (laughs) I could take this up and I could use it as a weapon right now or I could break the back of a pickup truck window if I wanted to (laughs) and that happened one time (laughs) but we have weapons but they are not our weapons they are mighty yes they are they're mighty but they're only mighty one way and they are mighty through God and what do they do to the pulling down of strongholds there's only one way that I know of that strongholds can be pulled down and that is through the champion Jesus Christ I know many times thousands of message has been preached about David and he is held up to be a hero and while he was a great man of God a great king he's not really the hero in the story of David and Goliath there's only one hero there and that was the spirit of God working through David (laughs) they even called Goliath a champion but there was only one champion in that story It was almighty God that directed that stone that hit Goliath in the head. (laughs) There was only one champion standing at the end of that battle and it was God almighty. We look into Hebrews chapter 11, what we call the hall of faith. And while all of those listed in there, oh my goodness, all of those listed in there what name after name after name and and we hold them in high esteem and we should they're they're great and wonderful people but they are not the champions (laughs) there's only one and the whole point of them even being successful on this earth is because they allowed God Almighty to work through them to be through them to live in them 
That's what made them heroic. I'm going to tell you what I feel like the Lord wants to do today in this house. He wants you to take off your cape. You know that cape on the back that says super dad, super mom, faith enough to move mountains, never failing, always healed. That cape that says, I don't ever make any mistakes in the eyes of my children. I want to be a hero that people can look up to. I want to impress people. I want people to think that I'm spiritual. He's saying today, won't you just take that cape off? (laughs) There's only one champion. It really doesn't matter to me. I, I want you to like me. I want you to love me. But you know what? In the end, it doesn't matter to me what impression I leave on your life. I want it to be a good one. I want you to think that I loved you and that I was friendly and all that kind of stuff. But the biggest impression I would ever want to leave in your life is that the impression of the champion. I want that to be manifested in my life. That when you think of me, you think of him. When you think of me, you think of, oh my goodness, if she made it, there must be a victorious God somewhere. He wants you. I asked him (laughs) last night. I said, God, let the spirit of the champion fill this room. Let it fill this room right now, God. Where you can say, I can do all things. Not of myself. Not with my cape. Not with the cape that says, I hope my kids think I'm a hero. Not with my cape that says, oh, I hope my church thinks I'm spiritual. Not with my cape that says, I hope I never mess up because I'm going to. But the spirit of the champion as it fills this room. I want it to get into your heart. I want it to make such an impression on your soul. That no matter what you face. You know all you got to do is grab a hold of the hem of the champion. Just just touch the hem of the train. It's already filling this temple. It's here to bring victory in your life. It's here to bring healing to your body. It's here to give you direction. You don't have to be a superhero. There's already one. I highly, and I think you know this, honor my natural father. A mighty man of God. A warrior in the spirit. <laughs> he, I watched him fight hell. I watched him fast and pray on a regular basis. If I was going to put a cape on anybody, it would be him. But he was human. And while I want to pattern my life after him, while I want to step in his footsteps, and while I want to do what he did, because I think he was a success, and a lot of people think he was a success. (laughs) But... That's not what God asked me to do. If that was the case, I'd be in Haiti right now, which would not be a bad place to be. I'd kind of love it there. (laughs) 
But that's not what the king asked of me. He had a plan for me, for my life. And he has a plan for your life. And, and we can get a little caught up in thinking, well, I know this person. <laughs> wow, they are awesome. They're a hero in my eyes. And I just want to be like them. That's not the plan of God. Can I tell you that's not the plan of God? The plan of God is that we would pattern our lives after the champion. That we would pattern ourselves. That he could leave such an impression in our lives that it makes a difference everywhere that we go. And with every person that we talk to, every person that we try to reach and try to minister to, there's an impression left of the champion. I want to leave people with the thought, you can make it. You can make it. God is fighting for you. He's already won the battle. There isn't a victory that he has not already won. (laughs) So what is it? What is it that you are going through? And you're trying to figure it out on your own. You've got your cape just right. It's tied just right. I think for a lot of people that still have children at home, I know it weighed very heavy on my heart all the time, 24-7. I just want to raise my kids to love Jesus, number one. I want them to be responsible adults. I want them to be good people. I don't want them to be liars or cheaters. or I want them, you know, that goes over in the hearts and the minds of parents continually, right, parents? I just hope I'm doing a good job. So you get up and you put your cape on, super mom, super dad, and and you're just like, I can take care of everything. Don't worry about it. I'll be your hero. I'll, I'll take care of everything. When in reality, what we need to be doing, be honest with our children. Take the cape off. And Jared, look at your children and say, I'm going to mess up. (laughs) I'm only human, but let me tell you about a God. We may not know how this situation's going to work out, but let me tell you about a God that's going to work every situation out. I may not have the answer, but guess what? I don't have to have the answer. It's a prime opportunity. Anytime a situation comes up in your life, parents, it's a prime opportunity to take your children and sit them down and say, we have an issue and we're going to pray. And when we pray, God, the king of kings, the champion, the one that's already defeated every single foe, he's already won every single victory. So this is already a victory for us. It's just a matter of waiting on the timing of the king of kings. It's a prime opportunity. You don't have to be superwoman or superman. You don't have to be invincible to anyone. You just got to hold on to the train of the champion. That's where our victory comes from. Can I just tell you, release yourself from perfectionism right now. Get rid of it. Let go of perfectionism. We are human beings. We are not perfect. And he does not expect us to be perfect There's the scripture in the Bible that says, I am the vine, 
and you're the branches as long as you stay connected to the vine you are a branch you're going to bear fruit you're going to be successful you're going to do what you are supposed to do if you stay connected to the vine it's when we take a step over to the side and we're just like I don't need the vine anymore I got this I can figure it out that's not what he wants of us he wants every one of us to be victorious because he is victorious he wants you to know today you can be victorious in every situation I believe that some in this room today already feel like that they have failed they have failed they have let people down they have not done what they really should have done people that had looked up to them maybe it's children grandchildren whoever it is co-workers and you feel like a failure when in all reality and honesty you're only a failure if you let go of the train of the champion when he quits making an impression in your life then you will quit making an impression in others lives that should be there but as long as you hold on Micah Mars is young you probably haven't made any mistakes in his life yet that he knows of but you're going to mess up there's going to be times like that hold on to the train of the champion and when you get in trouble just give him a call just call on his name that's all it takes Patricia that's it it's really that simple you just stay connected and let God be God (laughs) and you know I don't have to be God I don't have to be the hero I don't have to be the champion he's already taken care of every bit of it I want you to feel a release of that today could you do that I think a lot of times fathers feel such a heavy weight It could be the competitive spirit that was put in them at the beginning of time. And as we were playing around in the swimming pool and we were trying to get River to jump off the ladder, we started the competition. She's six and we're making her compete. We're like, Atticus did it. (laughs) I'm like, wow. And we wonder why we get to be adults and so competitive. (laughs) I apologize, Ribs. But that's what we do. And that's what so many times men feel especially. They feel that weight of responsibility. They feel that weight to be a superhero. To be the man that never fails and never makes any mistakes and never messes up and always there for their children. And and their time is divided exactly right. They spend so much time with Jesus and so much time at work and so much time with their wife and so much time with their children. And many times it doesn't happen that way. Can I just take that weight off of you today? Can I just release you from that heavy cloak you were never meant to carry that the only thing he wants us to do is grab a hold of the train of the champion stay connected to him let his impression be upon your life don't be afraid to say hey i'm i'm not 
everything you think I am. I'm not the hero in the picture. There's only one hero. There's only one champion. We got to take the pressure off of ourselves. Zechariah 4 and 6 says this. This is the word of the Lord saying, not by might and not by power, but by what? My spirit saith the Lord of hosts. We don't need to get caught up in trying to be a David or a Joshua or an Abraham. We don't need to get caught up thinking all of those things. We just need to get caught up in acting like Jesus. Just trying to be as he was and as he is. The bottom line, someone said, of atheism or materialism is that they believe there is no throne. There is no seat of authority or power. All the universe must have to answer to. The bottom of humanism is that there is a throne, but man sits on it. But the Bible makes it very clear that there is a throne in heaven and no fallen man sits on the throne, but the Lord God is enthroned in heaven above. We all would like for great accolades to be said of us at our funeral. We would all like to be considered victorious and a champion Uh, We would all like to have the final goal in life for people to say they were awesome, they were great, they were a champion, if if you want to say that. But do you know the greatest victory of all, of our champion, was an empty grave. It was an empty grave. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? The champion of all times has swallowed up death. And if you want to say anything about me, when you're looking at me in a casket, just say, wow, Jesus is good. At the end of our lives, people are not going to talk about what our house looked like, the things that we owed, but they're going to talk about the impression that we left on their life. And I'm not so concerned about that impression as long as I leave the impression of my Savior. Because that impression will impact a soul for eternity. We may do a lot of good here and it may impact people while we're here, but our goal is to impact people for eternity. I don't want the impression of my handprint to be upon your life. I want it to be a nail-scarred handprint. Maybe artist Brian Luttrell said it best when he wrote the song, In Christ Alone. In Christ alone will I glory. Though I could pride myself in battles won. For I've been blessed beyond measure. And by his strength alone I overcome. Oh, I could stop and count successes. Like diamonds in my hand. But those trophies could not equal to the grace. By which I stand. In Christ alone 
I place my trust and find my glory in the power of the cross. In every victory, let it be said of me, my source of strength, my source of hope is Christ alone. Our life's goal should be that our lives bring glory and honor to the King of Kings, the one true champion. For thine is the kingdom, and thine is the power, and thine is the glory. It's time for us to alleviate ourselves of the responsibility of being a hero. It's time to throw the cape down and grasp a hold of the train and let it take care of every battle for us. He has the ultimate cape, so we don't need one. Ephesians 6 and 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong on your own. No. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You feeling a little weak today? Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 2 Corinthians 2 and 14. Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph. But it doesn't stop there. In Christ. 2 Corinthians 4 and 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We put so much pressure on ourselves to be champions in whatever we do, to create a reputation that's flawless, when in reality all we really need to do is abide in him and he in us. Aren't you thankful today that you don't have to live up to other people's expectations? All you have to live up to is the expectations of Jesus Christ. You are victorious in him. You are victorious in him. If you are connected to the Lord God, if his spirit is living within you, you are victorious. He's already won the battle. Let's stand together. I want us to pray. I want you to hold hands of somebody next to you. If you're comfortable with that today. We need the spirit of the champion to be here right now. He wants to bring a great victory in this house today. Those battles that you have not been able to win on your own. Those victories that you have not been able to take care of on your own. Today, the champion wants to take care of those. Could we today pray, God, let the spirit of the champion fill this room right now. In the name of Jesus, let the spirit of victory fill this room right now. Let the spirit of healing fill this room right now in the name of Jesus you are the victor God you are the victor God bring victory right now into this house 
in the name of Jesus. I pray healing, God, that comes from your victory. You've already beat every battle. You've already defeated every disease. You've already taken care of every question. Hallelujah. Let the spirit of the champion be in this house. Because his train has filled the temple. He's won every battle. He's won every war. He is victorious. And we are victorious in him. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, the glory is yours, God. The glory is yours. The victory is yours, God. Hallelujah. 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 I'm asking you today if you would walk to this altar and if you would begin to just untie that cape untie that cape and I want you to bring it to this altar and throw it down he never meant for you to be the victor he meant for him to be the victor in your life I want you to take that cape and throw it down. I'm not perfect, God, but you are. I'm connected to you, Jesus. I'm not a hero, but you are, God. I take off the mask. I take off the cape, God. I don't want the glory, God. I want it to go to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to do it right now. King of glory, fill this place. Just want to be with you. Hallelujah. Why don't you just give him your cares right now? For he careth for you. Why don't you give him those troubles in your heart right now and let him leave that lasting impression of victory on you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. King of Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Just want to be with you. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Just we receive your healing, you. God, right now. We receive your victory right now, God. Oh, hallelujah. We don't have the answers, but you do, God. You are the victor. You are the champion, God. Hallelujah. The world. Thank you, Jesus. You are God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Every man. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And say you are king. Oh, hallelujah. So let's start right now. Come on, I want you to give him your burdens today. Would we?